what 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 are we doing today? So before we start today's podcast, or I guess as we're starting the podcast, before we get into the main thing, I wanna speak about something that's been really pissing me off for the past few days. Because no yeah. nobody seems to know except us what is happening with the Disney Comcast Fox bidding war. And even I don't know that well. Oh. <laughs> I'm, ki- I'm kidding. I just I just <laughs> look up. Because uh let's let's do a little smear project. Uh comic book resources or comic book movies, whichever one of them is keeps posting the wrong things, is um uh, go fuck yourselves. Um but Basically, here is the gist of what's happened over the last few weeks. So Comcast bid $65 billion, and everyone's like, ooh. And then Disney upped that to $71.3 billion. So... You've got to remember, it wasn't Comcast in cash, though, as well? Um... Yes, I think they're both in cash. Yeah. And the, I think cash and... I think Disney was cash and stock. But basically, so they're, they're still bidding. So that's the first point I want to get over. Disney hasn't won... Uh, mm, shit yet. They don't have. The still they don't have anything. The vote is on July tenth for the Fox shareholders vote. Um, so they they've done seventy one point three billion, and then Fox acknowledged Disney's offer was the best offer, basically. So there were loads of headlines saying Fox has accepted Disney's bid. That's not what happened. Disney still don't own anything. It's just that they've gone, right, Disney, 71.3 billion. Yep, that's pretty big. If That's it. Unless Comcast do any bigger, that's probably what we're probably going to vote for. So Comcast has till July 10th to raise their bid over 71.3 billion. Now, if Disney wins the bidding war, it can get approval from the Department of Justice in as little as two weeks because there's been a little bit of... proven... There's by AT and T and Time Warner. Yeah, there's been a little bit of uh, issues and people and arguments over the internet of uh, how if Disney wins this, oh, it's all a monopoly and they own everything and it's illegal. Well, that is because there's a thing called the antitrust law, or here in the UK it's called the competition law, which is basically a regulation of organisations uh, to promote fair competition for the benefit of the customers. So essentially, if you don't like Disney, this law makes it so that Disney can own everything. So other companies have a fair chance of gaining your interest. Um, And how Disney can get around this is they've agreed with the Department of Justice that they will sell off some of their assets or a lot of their assets to be able to gain Fox um, without breaking the law because Disney own a lot of things. Um, Comcast would also have to do this if they win the bidding war, but it may be more difficult for them because they don't own the vast amounts of assets that Disney do. If that makes any sense. It does make sense. I feel like Disney aren't as interested in the news or in the in the, mm-hmm. so be, in the TV aspects. What, like the network. So we've already got their own network. They don't mm-hmm. need another network. Yeah. So essentially, it, it just, it Comcast depends. is going after the news and the sports and whatever sort of like... And Sky. Specific things. Because, yeah, yeah. And Hulu. So, and stuff like that. So I guess the in ranked order of most likely to happen... On July 10th, which will be voted, it'll be either one, Disney wins, which is the the top one. Um, two, both of them sort of get half, a, half and half. 
So, yep, so which so, seems, I think that seems more likely than everyone getting everything. Mm-hmm. But Disney will get some things, and Fox, uh, Comcast will get some things, and Fox will just get even more money, um, or Comcast win, which is unlikely. I would love to see Comcast win, mainly to see like comic book Twitter's reaction to Spider Man being universal, being at Universal. Spider Man wouldn't be at Universal. It would be at Universal. Spider Man, Sony, not Fox. Oh no! What was it? Wolverine. What I'm talking about Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverine. That's what I'm talking about. I can't believe I said. Yeah. Can I say that? Oh again? my Is god! You look so stupid on the internet, Cameron. <laughs> um, I I want to see I want to see the reaction of Wolverine at Universal because I think a lot of comic book Twitter would be insane. Oh, everyone would be angry. I wouldn't. I'd laugh. But then you'd realise, oh, them. that means we're not getting a good Fantastic Four or X-Men in the MCU, so... We we don't know... I feel like... I said, I saw someone who who's much smarter than me on Twitter say that we don't know if the contracts would survive a buyout. Like... I don't remember it, tweeting all, anything like the, that. Hilarious. <laughs> um, I don't... I think it's something to do with, like, there'll be, a, like, a clause in it that if a buyout occurs, then the character rights revert back, but it really... I don't think anybody really knows or cares. But please stop tweeting that that you really want to see the Fantastic Four at Marvel and think about the human stuff because I feel like a lot of jobs will go if um, Disney do get it all. Comcast is most likely to save the jobs. Disney will, Disney have people to do all the jobs that nah fuck Fox. <laughs> fuck those jobs. Anyway. I feel like it's time to get on with the show. Yes, get on with the show. Jedi remake. Yeah, it's my new favorite, most anticipated movie at, of all time. At remake the last. This is stupid. Well, considering Last Jedi is a masterpiece of cinema. But you're are, you're um, not saying that ironically. No, I'm not saying that. I genuinely love the. It last is Jedi. really good. Um, <laughs> but why are these people? I hate them. They... It's like I hate people that think that movie companies owe them something. That's that's like, happening a lot of these shit. That's that's what where the fan community line is where it's like, oh, if we don't like something, then it's the company's it fault right and they need to fix it. Yeah. Um so they basically this these this group of people have been campaigning and have started a fund like I don't know if it's a GoFundMe or something, but basically you can pay... I think it's a pledge. Yeah, it's a pledge website. If they make reach their goal, you have to give them the money. Yeah, you can. So you it's, can, it's a pledge. You can pay them to to add to their to their to their campaign to remake Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. Um, and I believe they've got to 150 million. They've pledges. they've gone to so much money, and it's so stupid. Um, they. I feel like people are ironically 
yeah. pledging money. Though. Oh, definitely, they have to be. definitely. Um, but they they tweeted out saying our team of producers is offering to cover the budget for a remake of the Last Jedi in order to save Star Wars. Share this and spread the word to let um Bob Iger and Disney know you want this. This isn't a joke. We're ready to have the convo now. Like they own the cards, <laughs> or hold the cards. Even. You've, you've got to, you've got to just if you want something, you've just got to pretend that you're in charge and you can get it. So they're just R- they're, they're R- doing a Ryan Johnson's <laughs> been confidence having fun is with key. This. Has he? Yeah, he's been. What's he been saying? He's been. He's been. I think he he retweeted it saying, "Please, please, 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 please." He really wants it to happen. Uh, it's just oh. And then Seth Rogen seems confused by this. Um. Because he sort of had a, qu- a conversation with them, um, and basically, if I can find it in my notes, where is it? Uh, so he was like, "Okay, is someone actually investing money in this? How did you get the investors without a script or stars or director or legal ability to make this movie? Those have been important important <laughs> elements in the past. Yeah, because they don't own the rights, so it's no, not going to happen. Make the it's movie. not going to happen." Um, <laughs> And then remake the Last Jedi uh, replied to him saying it's a pretty solid brand, so that's how the investors know they have a good shot at making money to get the legal. There's rights. no investors. There's no investors. To get the legal rights, we would need a meeting with Disney, which would require getting their attention. We got yours, didn't we? What did you think of the Last Jedi? And then they they um, added uh, Mark Hamill, which is really weird. So basically, they they think that because it's Star Wars. Disney will be like, oh yeah, sure, it'll make loads of money. Just go remake it. They don't own the rights. No, they don't. They have to get Disney's approval, which they won't. And speaking of, speaking of Star Wars, did you see that Grace Randolph's apparently like... Grace Randolph's had a lot of like, racist... There's been a lot of racist stuff coming out of Grace Randolph right, recently about the whole, like, black people don't like Star Wars. There's too many white women and black people in Star Wars now. She's basically one of them, and I feel like she'd be on board with this, but I don't think she's commented on it. Yeah. But she's she's reporting today... She's reporting today or yesterday that, Catholic, that Bob Iger wants rid of Kathleen Kennedy. You mean, like, one of the most experienced movie producers of all time? Bob. The woman that brought you E.T. and Back to the Future. He runs Bob Marvel, did. doesn't he? Marvel Studios. Bob Iger. Not Kevin Feige. As in the CEO of Disney wants rid of Lucas... Uh, wants rid of Kathleen there, Yeah, Kennedy. there was this whole thing about Kathleen Kennedy stepping down and everyone was happy, which is horrible, because she's done a good job. She's done a pretty... She brought back Star she's, Wars. She's fucking hero. She's absolutely hero. It's, it's, it's all stupid, and um, she was chosen by George Lucas to, to run it. Lucasfilm. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, what is going on it's, with it's, this world? I'm so fed up of it. Star Wars fans are the worst. And you can, if we ever become famous, you can cut that out and do with it what you are. Star Wars fans like this are the worst. Just the fucking worst. By the way, you broke anyway. your promise about not having an outburst uh, about Grace oh, yeah. Randolph. Um... <laughs> Yeah. She's a fucking idiot. So that's that's It's been five years since twelve years on Slime. What's up everybody? Welcome to the Oh Hi Films Podcast, the greatest show you've never heard of. I am Jordy Steele. Is this where you Is this where you cut in the greatest showman? I feel like it is. This is the greatest show. I'm Cameron Howe, and I am 
now a professional movie reviewer. Obviously. Yep, 100%. I am a professional film critic. Somebody actually wanted him to write for their website. I know, and that really confused me at the time. But yeah, I, I write, I've, I've, been, I've been spending a lot of time at the Edinburgh Film Festival. So that's what... Well, more time than I would have been spending at the Edinburgh Film Festival, because I would have been there already. But I'm, I've got a press pass now, which is pretty exciting. I've been wearing it around the house. I've been that excited. <laughs> I've been wearing it when I didn't need to wear it. I've been that excited. It's been such a cool, cool thing to happen. How are you, Jordy? I feel like I just interrupted your intro there. No, I didn't really interrupt it. It's just that I put you off your flow. Yeah. Because we can start again. Because you, 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 I was plugging you, myself. You interrupted the the our podcast introduction with a plug <laughs> for a different website. I didn't even mention the website. Oh no, that's fine. Um, yeah. So so <laughs> so today we're going to be. Uh, <laughs> We're going to be talking about some films that Cameron's been to see. He's been on a little, a little, the, a little trip in, to, to all the indie movies. The you know, Edinburgh all International movies. Film Festival. Who wouldn't then, hire me for any jobs? Did they not even let you volunteer? Nope. Because there's like useless volunteers, like properly useless volunteers, mm-hmm. to make you feel any better. There have been I've I've had encounters of with people that just don't know what's going on. And it's just well, we're shit talking them now, so I'll never get yeah a job. Uh, you never get you never. Get, <laughs> I'll never get a press pass again. Yeah, it's 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 a fun time. It's the, this is my second year going. Um, I just uh, you get a buzz off it. You just don't. I just uh, seeing all these films back to back. So with your press pass, them, what does that does that just mean? You get to see all the films for free. Um. Well, I've already bought. Like all of the films I was going to see, so basically I just used the press pass to supplement that with some of the press screenings, and then maybe the odd one I would just go to the press screening of a late night one, so I could get home earlier. Because usually during the film festival I'm not back until like midnight every night, right. which is sounds ridiculous, but it's I, I did it last year and it's not as bad as it sounds. Um, but yeah, I've just been going in early so I can see movies more movies than i would so i've been seeing like instead of seeing like two a day i've been seeing like three or four a day but i get for the press pass i get press screenings online stuff um there's a press and industry center that i've not had the courage to go into yet because i feel like an imposter jordy have you plugged the podcast anywhere i haven't what what happens is every time i go into places i feel i get an imposter syndrome i get imposter syndrome which i believe is like an actual thing where you feel like you shouldn't be there even though you're perfectly entitled to be there i think that's just called social anxiety no 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 it's like i I, it's like social social anxiety like i i can i can't speak to people so it's that but it's also um well you don't have to speak i don't deserve this no it's like it's more like i don't deserve this (laughs) i've done nothing to deserve this I don't think I've ever gone that. I got a press pass to uh, Glasgow Comic Con once, and um, I just I, I didn't. I feel like you've told this story before. I didn't, I wasn't didn't feel like an imposter. I was just bored out of my mind. But that's because it's Glasgow Comic Con. Because I wasn't prepared to to spend hundreds on collectibles, so there was no reason I was there really. 
Yeah, I've never seen the point in local Comic Cons. There's no panels on. I just, I'd have to treat every Comic Con like E3, and it, so I would only be able to go to San Diego. Rumor from like Red t- Dwarf was there. Who's that? Red Dwarf, the TV show. What's that? Dear God. Right. So over the week, uh, or over the past few weeks, uh, we got two name drops which have been wrong because we sort of we missed out on um cinema not cinema con uh cine europe is that the one that was just cine europe yeah yeah so there was, was a big the... there was a big hoo-ha a... about the avengers because they they supposedly they showed some footage but they didn't it was just like a video of kevin feige talking to the people about like what's going to happen um yeah and then they have they had they cine europe's like it's like CinemaCon, except it doesn't have... It, the, the press presence isn't as big, mm. basically. And they, so they show, they show some stuff up that, that people thought maybe they'd be like... They, maybe Because they, there's not a big press presence, maybe they'd show Avengers. I think they... Sh- did they show a Captain Marvel trailer? This is what you're going on to speak about. They, they talked about Captain Marvel and how she's going to be the basically the lead of the next phase. Uh, she's going to be oh. the sort of... The, the Captain America or... Uh, more well more the iron man of the next phase she's going to be like the big person the big lad of uh phase four 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 yeah yeah Um, it's crazy it's only been four (laughs) it's only been three but no what i was going to talk about was that there's the the massive reveal of the the avengers four title which wasn't real was it fake? Was it definitely 100% fake? I'm pretty that... sure it's on. Like, nobody's come out and Was said. the FH thing FH thing. So it came out saying, coming out, so it was rumoured that uh, Avengers 4 will be Avengers FH. So the initials will be, well, I think the initials given were AFH. So they thought, oh, Avengers FH, whatever that could be. So that could be Fallen Heroes, Forever Home, uh fucking hell uh, yeah and i've just realized it could they could have just been talking about the next film we're going to talk about which was real also there was a there was a screen gra- there was a picture of the screen that said avengers fallen heroes that was uh, f- f- fake um yeah but then this week we got the reveal of spider-man 2 title which is going to be spider-man far from home FH. But Jordy, there's already been a Spider-Man too. Well, that's why this is just called Spider-Man Far From Home. I see. So is he going to space? No. <laughs> it has multiple meanings, according to Kevin Feige, the Feigmeister. Um, yeah, it will just. It was, he's going on a field trip around the world. They've already sort of revealed that he's going to multiple places like Paris, maybe London. Wouldn't that get a bit annoying? Like, changing the setting. They changed a lot in the first film. Well, they, went, they, they, they only went, to, went Washington. to Washington. But this is mainly going to be about, again, he's going to be chasing Mysterio, played by Jake Gyllenhaal. Who's a great actor, who we love. He's great, yeah. Um, so he's he's playing... He's playing um, could you tell me a bit about Mysterio? Mysterio is a guy that has a fish tank on his head and basically uses powers of illusion, but sometimes they're real. It's really confusing. So is he a magician? He's supposed, yeah, he's supposed, but he's, it's not magic he uses. It's supposed to be illusions and like, vi, like, uh, yeah. 
things aren't supposed to be there, but sometimes he has like tentacles and smoke that actually pick people and hold them, and it's really strange. Um, so he's supposedly going to be going around stealing things, and Spider-Man's going to stop him, but he's he's not the big baddie. Did you say illusions? It's an Arrested Development reference. I've watched a lot of Arrested Development, I'm very sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, I was Europe's final countdown, please. No. Yeah, yeah, I got it, but yeah, you sort yeah. of... I missed it because I couldn't fucking type. Um, Sorry. Where was it? Oh yeah, um, it's going to be Norman Osborn. He's going to be working for probably because it's going to be working for someone, and then it's going to set up. uh, Michael Keaton's coming back, I think. Some in in, how big a part? I don't think in a massive part, but I think he's going to be there, and it's going to set up Sinister Six because this this Sinister Six group's been trying to get a film for years now do you think Sinister Six will be a film no I think it will be the third Spider-Man probably okay so Spider-Man Sinister Six or Spider-Man because films based entirely around bad guys are just money makers aren't they Spider-Man Home for Six no it will be like Spider-Man Home for Home, 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 a home, six home, home, six home, home schooled. Spider Man. I really thought this one home. was going to be field trip, but no, it's called Far from Home. They're gonna, they're going for the home trilogy. I can tell yeah. you that right now. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Spider Man, home for dinner. Um, yeah. Does home have any significance whatsoever? Like, there's no need, like. There's no need to call it homecoming, then home far from home, and then home for tea or whatever. It was called like, it was just... called homecoming because there's homecoming, and then far from home, I guess, was just because he's going to be going around the world. But everyone think everyone um, who doesn't think for a second will be like, oh, he's going to be in space. It's going to be in space. But we know because it was sort of revealed that this is going to be set a few years after Avengers four, because it's supposedly going to be a more adult like a sort of semi-grown-up spider-man so like a 15 i'm not it's not going to be an r-rated spider-man movie um no do do you is he so like we're gonna we're gonna do the jump where he goes straight to graduation again so we're not gonna have any yeah like like people people really like the fact that he was in school so it was sort of like proper spider-man and how everyone envisioned young spider-man but supposedly i think they're just going to be because you can't have what every single spider-man movie's done because Because that's if it's like how i predicted it would be it's going to be him dealing with the fact that he died and there's going to be like subplots about him having ptsd like iron man in iron man 3 um but (laughs) you think tony stark will be coming back for this one nope 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 (laughs) Um, there was there was rumors ages ago that there would be another sort of like mentor role, and people were thinking it was going to be Bruce Banner. Oh, so basically they're just going to have another Tony Stark role, but it won't be Tony Stark. It'll be I would yeah I would put money on Mark Ruffalo because he's gonna die. Yeah, Tony Stark's dead. Trust me. Assure you that. Trust me. People didn't trust me about Avengers Infinity War, about everyone dying, and look what happened. Spoilers. Um, 
Right, so I guess with 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 that first news piece out of the way, we can go over to Cameron's. Yeah, I've, I've spent a lot of time at. Oh, like I said before, I I don't have a seat. That's why I'm moving about so much. Um, like I, like I said before, I've spent a lot of time at um the Edinburgh Film Festival. It's been fun, and I had and I. I don't even know how to segue in. Jordy, could you segue into this for me? Oh, I thought you had notes. And uh, so Cameron's. I do have notes, but I don't. I don't. I have notes, but I don't have a fucking segue. I don't. I don't know how to start this. So Cameron uh, has been to see a lot of films, but we don't want to talk about all the films he's been to see because um, I'd like to uh, speak sometimes, and I don't want to kill myself. Yeah. So we we've, we've chosen a, a group of films that Cameron uh, can can talk about, and if you might be interested in seeing them, he should give you a good review. So Cameron, what's the first film that you want to talk about? Uh, the first film I want to talk about is Old Boy, and it's like a it's a apparently there's this play called Old Cyrano de, de Bergerac, and it's like it's basically where you know the you know the type of you know the kind of film drawing when they go. When when someone helps someone get a, get girl, a girl that yeah that and they likes. fall in love yeah, yeah I know it's basically it's basically that so it's it's set in a boarding school with around this like boy called An Amberson who's played by Alex Lawford from the from the that Black Mirror episode that everyone loves and the end of the fucking world which I don't like um and he he falls in love with a French girl called Agnes whose dad works at the school and um. She doesn't like him back. She likes this. She likes this like jock called um, Winchester, who she he, who she mistakenly believes is some kind of like poet, like um, like has like a has like a much more creative brain than than she than he he doesn't. He's just a fucking idiot. Um, and they basically he basically helps her, um, helps him get on with her by kind of do creating these small vid like these videos for um, her to watch at home. And there's, there's they do, they parody like stuff like two thousand and one, they he just he, it's 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 kind of it's kind of funny in the way they do it. Um, they there's this they also kind of play fucking phone, Jordy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking phone. I'm I'm panicking here as it is, and your fucking phone goes off. Um, where was I? Um, they make yeah, videos. And they make videos and it's kind of a it's like a funny funny com it's like a quick comedy you've kind of seen it all before it doesn't really do much um new it's kind of um it's not boring it's it's an enjoyable watch Alec Loffer's Alex Loffer's great um it's just a it's like a quirky comedy that kind of sent a British boarding school you know can't can't go wrong there Jordan. so basically it's the classic helping your enemy to get the girl you want yeah help you yeah help the enemy to get the girl you want and she does i don't know you, you, what does she fall in love with him who knows you'll find out I have dreams. i don't know i don't know i've not seen the end of the film i'm joking i have um yeah they they, they, they also like they dream of running away to berlin and stuff like that well she doesn't she does but he doesn't she, she thinks that winchester does and winchester's fine because they're sitting there playing this, the school has this made-up game called Streamers, right? Which is like a, it's like a game where you have to like wrestle someone for a ball, and then you've got to stand on top of a wall and kick it into a goal, kick it onto a target. Okay. And like, Amberson really wants to do this, and Winchester's like the best at, it. and they kind of they kind of form a friendship 
uh, like while Amberson helps to get the girl, which kind of like raises his status in in the school. Every year they have this competition called um, like the Founders Day competition, where the all the old boys, which is like apparently a term for boys that used to go to a board, like old boys that used to go to for Korean school. men that beat up people. Yes, also. It shares the name of like Park Chang Wu or whatever his name. Um, and Josh Brolin. Film. Yeah, and yeah. Josh Brolin. Um, and they have a they have like a, a match, and these people are just not dead inside, but they're the most boring, plain people on the entire planet because they they they're the best at this game called Streamers, and they've got nothing going on for them whatsoever. So it's kind of it's it's kind of like a, it's also a story of like finding out who you are as well as this like kind of quirky comedy. And it, it's 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 fine. It doesn't do much to change the, the story. Like I've seen this type of story done better in other places. Um, but yeah, it's it's an it's an enjoyable little watch. But is it a, like a proper comedy? Or is it like a black comedy? Uh, I wouldn't say it's black. It's 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 just it's not like a it's not like a um, traditional like Paul Rudd comedy or anything like mm. that. But it's it's like a it's just got it's like a funny it's like a quirky kind of like. It's not black, like it's not like a like a, just like uh, a kids film. No, no, it's not even a kids film. It's like a it's a fifteen, but it's not a black comedy. I wouldn't say it's like a. Does black comedy mean like dark humor and like wanting to kill yourself and shit, or is that black comedies like serious situations? But sometimes it's like like a nice guys. How it's like if it wasn't for the jokes, it would be a really fucked up film. No, it's not like that. It's it's just a adult comedy kind of thing, but it's not like. It's just a quirky comedy. Cool. You feel me? I feel, you feel you. me. I feel it. You it feel sounds me. like you enjoyed this film, Cameron. I did enjoy this film. I did. I just wanted it to be. I got bored towards. I got bored towards the ending. So like, I know what's going to happen. Right. I just knew what was going to happen. That you could. You can once you get the vibe of what the movie is, you can follow it beat for beat, and it's just. So it kind of turns you off there, but you know you're having a good time. You know what I mean? It's not got a release date yet, and uh, you've missed all the screenings for the Edinburgh Film Festival, so you'll just have to oh, keep an no. eye on Film 4's website when you can watch it again. Yeah. Do you have more news, Jordy? I have a, a boatload of news, Cameron. Um, so much news. Uh, we got an update on the Flash film, set to begin oh. early, uh, set to begin filming early 2019. Uh, they're dropping the somber tone going for a more uh, back to the future feel um, because DC have learned that we don't want to be severely depressed when seeing superhero blockbusters do you think that's, that Shazam is kind of holding a lot on that do you think if Shazam fails they could kind of like panic a lot more because Shazam seems like it's going for a comedy they they seem like they are very much going for I think I think Aquaman might be the last of the, the the certain tones that we're getting right now. So they've gone from dark to whatever Justice League was, which felt sort of just like, let's try and copy Avengers. And I think Aquaman will sort of have the same tone as Justice League. But after Aquaman, we're getting 80s Wonder Woman, funny kids comedy Shazam, and now uh, Flash, which with them... Um, What's his face? John Francis Daly. No, the guy that played uh, Ezra Miller. All right. What he did yeah. in uh, Justice League. I, I I couldn't imagine them doing a somber 
uh, tone film. It's not going to be Flashpoint anymore. It's just it's going to be Flash now. Um, they better have the fucking gorilla or um, Grodd. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Is that too over the top? I can I can picture them doing Grodd, but not for the first film. They'd probably do something like. Would they do Reverse Flash for the first film? You mean like Flash TV series? The TV, sh- the CW know. TV show starring Grant Gustin. Um, they did this Reverse Flash as soon as they started, did they not? Did they? Yeah, they sort of did. Well, it was more like the he, like, second series. He would lie to you every episode and say, I'm the fastest man alive. And he's not the fucking fastest man yeah, alive. Yeah, it was very strange how every season <laughs> turned out he wasn't the fastest man alive, but he, he kept saying it. It was very annoying. Um, yeah, I... I'm not a big fan of the DC films. I haven't kept that a secret during our time on this podcast. Oh no, I love them, Jordy. Batman, Batman vs Superman, absolute masterpiece top 10 of all time i'm kind of hoping that aquaman is like this brilliant film because we got some screenshots and it looked it looked pretty good the underwater stuff james wan james wan the only james wan film i think i've seen is star trek beyond i haven't seen any of the fast seriously fast and furious no yeah he does he did fast and furious really well um the conjuring series i don't like horror that much and the conjuring series is like top notch um, Insidious is a bit shit and I've not seen any of the Saw movies but everything I've seen of his I've loved like I love Star Trek I love all those Star Trek movies and I love Beyond as well so I'm really excited to see what he does but if it's anything like Insidious levels of bad I will be disappointed yeah you know I, I just want DC to give me a good film and I, at this point I don't know if they can yeah, um, it's very it's very hard because I've just been disappointed by the f- past few films. But I hope this is a new era. We sort of just went past it, but we also got the reveal that Wonder Woman two is going to be s- set in nineteen eighty four, and it's going to be called Steve Trevor's Alive. It's going to be called Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. Yeah, like Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, they sort of just. Is Steve Trevor's alive? Because we know you hate surprises. <laughs> um, they they needed them for the press tour because they yeah. Chris Pine and Gal Gadot have a, a great chemistry together, and watching them do interviews together is very funny, and I I get them a lot of views. So they need they need them for the press tour basically. Just put Jeff Goldblum in for one scene, and he'll do the press tour. He'll do any. He, Jeff Goldblum will appear in your movie and promote it the fuck out of it for very little. <laughs> for two scenes, did... but it kind of felt like the same scene halved at one of the beginning, yeah, one of the they end. They did that in one day. Unless it was like, yeah, did they just all come back? It was very odd. Um, but we're not talking about uh, fucking. Uh... Jeff Goldblum Jurassic promoted World. the entire Jurassic World video game. He was everywhere. Like, he's 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 in the Jurassic World video game more than he is Evolution. Yeah. Yeah, he's in the the video game more than he is the actual Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. It's very odd. But keeping to DC news, um for for this bit, uh we got the word that Jeff Johns uh sort of stood down as 
the sort of big man, the leader of uh, DC at Warner Brothers, and he's 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 now stepped down to a writing position for the Green Lantern Corp film. Someone tried to tell me that was a promotion, and I thought to myself, "No, no, he's it's not. It's not. <laughs> it's it's he's getting to write a Green Lantern movie, but he's." not got the job of guiding DC into what it is. Yeah, basically they said, make... you're not in charge, but you can write a film for us, that'd be great. Um, yeah, he's... he's. No. I don't know his work that well, unfortunately. He's but... like the, 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 the big man of... I think he wrote... He wrote Flashpoint. He's done a lot of great work at DC. Um, with... Uh, what's his face? Completely forgotten the other guy's name. Jim Lee. How uh, can I forget Jim Lee? Uh, Jeff Johns and Jim Lee, they're he, just a great... Jim Lee must have thought to himself, I should really go into comics, because I have the second name Lee. Yeah. Yeah. Like Stan Lee, you'd be like, ah, there's Stan Lee, I'm Jim Lee, I should go and do it. Mm-hmm. So basically, he was he was part, he was in a, an executive role, uh, and he was he co-wrote Aquaman and uh, Wonder Woman 1984, but he sort of stepped down to open a new production company called Mad Ghost Productions, which is doing films for DC. So Mad Ghost Productions is doing Green Lantern Corps. They're, they're the new Rat Pack, then, I'm guessing. Uh, probably, yeah. Um, yeah, it, this could have something to do with the another news piece, but we'll get to that later. Cameron, what is your second film that you went to see? My name is Maisha. No, it's That's not, not my name. It's Cameron. It's the name of the movie. And it follows this this moment in time where a a, a woman is sh- like in a, involved in a police shooting at a gas station. So her friends, she goes, she's on a night out, she gets a flat tire, and her friends call the police because she decides to go for a sleep with a, with a handgun on her lap for some weird wonderful reason other than I think it's because she's scared of the outside like she's not scared of it but she's scared of the outside world you know I mean it's America scary place so she's sleeping with a gun on her lap Mm -hmm. and she can't wake up like they've banged on the door they can't wake up so they call the police and the police come in and they investigate what's going on they try to open the door and basically this this it becomes this musical kind of it's a rap kind of like musical kind of like slam poetry thing about this girl like and her life and the the events of this like tiny like moment in time that stretches out over like the entire hour long uh, entire entire like hour 30 long movie and it's incredible um so I, I, I can't quite describe it because it's really strange it's like a dream it's like a dream state she's in and she just raps. It, it kind of gave me vibes of the... <laughs> I was really taken aback by it when it first started. It kind of gave me vibes of the slam poetry bit from 22 Jump Street. Right. You know the bit where Jonah Hill's at the top, uh, Jonah Hill's on the stage going, Sin Fia, Jesus died for our sins, Fia. <laughs> it, it's, that's the best, it's that, but done well. Um for an hour and twenty an hour and thirty minutes. Does she talk uh, to the audience? She talks directly to the audience. It sounds like it becomes like an a, a an advert for life insurance halfway through. It, it's it's no, I, I wouldn't it's, it's it's kind of it's weird. 
Uh, so she has this like beatboxing buddy as well who plays the police officer in the, what in real life the police is the police officer and this and she f follows him around beatboxing and rapping and they go through like why um why her hair is like the way it is and why you shouldn't touch black woman's hair or uh her life as a kid how she's good at athletics she's um just and how she how she has this dance move or moves with her friend it becomes you become like you just get invested in her and it and it's it's strange and it, 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 it it's based off a play so right you can it, it, I, I, i'm honestly hats off to him because he managed to make he manages to make this two-person play called dreamscape feel like i feel like an act like actually like it's worth seeing at the cinema which is something i didn't think they'd pull off if that makes sense and it just it's really it's, i don't want to i don't want to say too much about what happens in the movie because it, it is it, it, it'll take away from the impact but it is it's an important movie it's impactful it's emotional it's it's kind of heartbreaking but this it's just done so well that i on i honestly love it and i know it's gonna it, love, it won't work for a lot of people but you should honestly check out if you can fuck i just stabbed myself all right ow what the hell was that Oh, you know the bit in the quiet place. The quiet place. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's an open nail on my bed, and I just fucking shoved my hand right down onto it. Why is there an open? First off, what do you mean by an open nail? I don't like a nail that's just like poking out and it from the bed. Why is there nails in your mattress? Not in my mattress. My mattress has come to the side a little bit, and the bit of my bed's poking out, and. Why is there? It's a staple from the like. I don't even know how to describe it. Oh right. So a staple, a staple has become unbent. Yeah, from the the bed frame. Oh. Are you are you living in unsafe living conditions, Camden? Do you need me <laughs> to call much. someone? Yep. Oh. Is this is a plea for help. This is a plea for help. Oh my god, man. I'm bleeding, Jordy. Fucking bleeding. Are you able to? But yeah, my name is. That's fine. I've got it. It's, it's um. It's it's not a big cut or anything. It's just a small prick in my finger. I overreacted a little bit. It g gave me a fright because I wasn't expecting it. But yeah, my name is Misha. Maisha. Maisha. It sounds like Misha, but it's it's Tisha. 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 I think it's Maisha or it's, Misha. It's I can't. Maisha. Maisha. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. It's. I haven't seen the film. Yeah. It's real. It's hilarious. It's funny, and it's. Fucking heartbreaking. Cool. Watch it. What is the second film? The oh, third we're doing another film. film. The third, yeah, third just film. Go for a third film. Just go for it. Go straight into a third film. Just go for it. Um, uh, wait, 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 let me find. Let me. I wasn't prepared for this, man. Um, who we are now? It's like a legal drama, okay? It's like a legal drama. Uh, Julianne Nicholson is a a woman who has been in jail recently, and wants custody of her child. Um, she's um. She's desperate for a job. She's like living in like a tiny flat, uh, and she she's going to these this um these lawyers called the Watchdogs. Uh, one of them is the guy who plays uh Princess Leia's dad, adopted dad. Bail Organa. And, yep. Who I didn't write the name of for some reason, 
and Emma Roberts is also working there as a um, a lawyer and kind of like training. She just she just graduated lawyer school or whatever, and she and they they take they take on her case, and it's basically Julia Nicholson looking for a, a job, trying to like um, gain uh, get her, gain the trust of her family. She's in a constant battle with her. I think it's her sister who who she gave custody of the child. Uh, and is now the legal guardian and is not wanting this kid to leave her because she doesn't feel that it'd be safe. And you can see all the sides of it. It's a very, it's a it's a great drama. It's very um, uh, just okay. It's not like I, I wouldn't say emotional, but it's kind of you can see all the sides of why people. You can see the actions of why everyone's doing this. You can see the development. It's fucking brilliant. Uh, Zachary Quinto is also in this. All right, which fucking took me back. I didn't realize it was him until the credits, because he's this bald, bald guy with a mus- uh, with a massive beard, who is a slightly, not like a social outcast, but a slightly quieter man. He's, he, they've all got their flaws, and he used to be in the army, and he kind of, he falls in love with Julia Nicholson's character, and they kind of, they they and they 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 have a they have a relationship, and it's. Ah, you know, I mean, it's like it's it's a it's a good drama, and I had a solid time watching it. And you can't, it's 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 it's, it's so well it's so well rounded, it's so well done. I honestly just fucking love it, man. Um, yeah, it's, I I, I it's, I'm just trying to not I'm trying not because there's like there's bits in this movie I don't want to reveal because it's kind of it's not like it would just spoil it, but I don't want to like ruin it. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to like toe the line between like explaining everything of what happens and trying to tell you that you should go see this movie if you get what I mean mm-hmm. it's, it's a difficult line to cross because I don't want to like because this one doesn't have like a beginning middle and end you can just kind of like speak out it's kind of like a moment in time mm-hmm. and you can't and it's like this just this woman wanting to get her cut child back these characters are all flawed in some way they all have a they all have a connection and everyone is brilliant in it. Like Emma Roberts, I don't know that was, I don't know this woman could act. She was in Nerve. Remember Nerve? Emma Roberts. And yeah, you know. Yeah, from, she can act. She can't act. She can. she can do comedies. I've never seen her in something like this. All right. I've never seen her in something like this. Okay. What? What? what, it's what not like her fault. what? <laughs> I know. It's her. It's her child stardom. Harriet the Spy or whatever she was in, you know. Yeah, it's just, it's not the best film of the festival so far. I would say it's <clears throat> it's up there. I saw it on like a late night and I had a good time watching it, which is basically the highest praise I can give it. And it's 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 a it's it's, it's it hits all the moments you want to hit. You know what I mean? It hits everything. Performances are brilliant. That was the worst review I've done yet. Go see cool. it. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna have to hurry up. The the, the yeah, yeah. Because they're going up uh, ten minutes. You got more news. I have more news. Let me get my news up. Right. Um. So we got we got a rumor that Todd Phillips, the Joker, and Matt Reeves, the Batman, could be connected under the new DC Dark or Black uh, label. So it's either gonna be called DC Dark or DC Black. Um. DC Dark, please. Thank you. Which was a separate uh, rumor. Um. Now, nah, because I would, I would, it would make sense that they called it the black label, because a black label is a thing. It, yeah. It's, yeah. 
higher quality. Um, so Batman's not going to be Batman. So we're going to get Jake Gyllenhaal's Batman. No, because he's Mysterio. Uh, Mysterio. So <laughs> yeah, we're going to... I don't want him as Batman. But we're, yeah, so Todd Phillips, the Joker, which will have uh, Joaquin Phoenix, maybe. He's Last I heard of it, he's... He st- signed on. Has he actually signed on? I think so, yeah, he's signed on. Okay, because last I heard of it, he hadn't heard of it. Um, yeah, uh, so basically it's because uh, Walter Hamada, who basically took the role that Jeff Johns stepped down from. Uh, he's the new man in charge of DC, uh, Warner Brothers, and is basically cleaning up all the shit left for him by starting a new label, is what it seems like. All right. So he's come in, he's been like, right, so there's this this DCU thing hasn't gone so well, so let's sort of just like start to maybe sweep it under the rug by starting a new darker... Well, it, it it turned. It seems like they're going for a more a, a darker universe, but the first film was pretty dark. I don't know. But so you want to you want to separate your darks from your whites, basically. So because if you if you put darks in your whites, man, it's gonna change all the socks. But it like, it seems like this new label will be focused on darker toned films, but that's sort of the problem that the first, like Batman versus Superman, had, where it was sort of it was a bit dark, and uh, we don't want that. But some people do. Some and, people do. Some people really like it. And this looks like it could be it could be best un- of both unrelated want, films want, uh, yeah. or related films. We don't know. Uh, because you'd always want to be able to cross like at some point like fans will cry out be like because you'll get to the point where um you'll be like oh this dark i want joaquin phoenix's joker to fucking meet this batman this batman looks fucking this they'd be brilliant to play off each other and you mm. wouldn't be able to and it'd be silly. yeah with this with the new label they could do a bunch of single films like avengers did and then maybe meet them up, but we don't know. We'll we'll find out. It probably it also allow them to do some R-rated stuff as well. I'd assume and just kind of mm-hmm. maybe yeah, do something that Marvel can't do until they get R-rated characters, basically. But it's gonna be it's gonna it's very confusing that they're gonna have two different universes, and there's gonna be so so many DC. I think. I would say, I wouldn't say it's going to be confusing. I think uh, um, audience whole, like general audiences may struggle at first, but they'll get used to it. You're always going to get some idiot going, "Why can't that? Why can't Wolverine meet up with the Avengers or something like that?" And yeah, it's going to be the exact same kind of thing. People manage to think people manage to separate X Men, Avengers, and Spider Man for the longest time, so. Yeah, but I these are the same. These are the same characters. This is like if if Sam Raimi's Spider Man was going on at the same time as Andrew Garfield's Spider Man. Yeah, I suppose. But I think they'll try and take steps not to allow that to happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. Another quick, um, quick, 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 quick. I ideal home, and I believe you started watching about ideal home. I've seen you... a lot. I've seen most of it. All right, um, it's a comedy mm-hmm. starring Paul Rudd and Steve Coogan, and they play a gay couple. And honestly, it's as good as it sounds, which is very good. <laughs> Steve Coogan plays a TV host and chef called Erasmus Brumble. 
Erasmus Brumble, yeah. And Paul Rudd plays a plays a is it producer or director? He's his producer, yeah. And he plays the producer who's his uh, husband uh, partner. Yeah, I don't think they're married, but yeah, they're partner. And they they Erasmus Erasmus had a son, and he's estranged, and that his grandson. Uh, he, the son goes to jail, and the grandson comes to live with them, and they don't want the kid, and they don't think they don't think they didn't plan on having kids, and they're not good with kids. And this sounds very familiar, does it not? This <laughs> sounds pretty familiar. When a kid comes to stay with a comes to stay with someone, and they don't want the kid, and they kind of fall in love with the kid. You've seen it before, but it's funny. You know what I mean? Have what I you seen think? it before? What, yeah, what, I've seen it before. Like Adam Sandler, Adam Sandler, like all Adam Sandler movies. What's the one where he finds a kid he doesn't want? Boy Adam Sandler's had a movie. No, not Boyhood. Is it Boyhood? Kid. The one want. with Cole Sprouse. Yeah, yeah. Dad, Dad, is it not Daddy Daycare? That's Eddie Murphy. Um. um but you know, I mean, you've you've heard. I I described that to you. Not minus the gay couple thing. You've heard. Like a, a big, big daddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you've heard that. You've heard that story before. Mm, but they, they did it very they well. They did it very well. They, they did it very well. You, how much? What did you get up to? I got up to um. Everything's all fine. Everything's all good. They they started to they 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 hosted a party, and then they went to a normal people party, and then. The kid almost got hit by a car or a bike, and then Paul yeah, Rudd had a panic, panic attack. attack. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 they're really funny, aren't they? Like the, the like the Steve Coogan and there's a uh, there's Paul a scene in it. There's this very good scene in it in which I I think it might be partially an outtake. Uh, I would be very I wouldn't be surprised if this was all improvised and they and it was basically mm-hmm. when uh, they are reading what the kid who is called Angel but likes to be called Bill um, wrote yeah. for his um, school project about gay people and what they don't like to be called. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it, that's, that seems like a very genuine scene and I wouldn't be surprised if that was like a surprise. Yeah, yeah, like uh, yeah, ad-libbed and yeah, it was it was brilliant. They've got... It's a brilliant movie. Such a great dynamic. Um, I know I I love them together and I I hadn't I've I was surprised I hadn't like I know they've been in the museum together but they weren't in the same scenes. <laughs> All right. But you said that before we went on you were like they've been in the film together before Night at the Museum and I was like no because I I seen on IMDb in the trivia it said this is their third film together. Uh, what was the other one? It was. Let me just find out. Uh, where's the third? Third movie, Night Museum, Our Idiot Brother, and Ideal Home. Our Idiot Brother. Uh, are they together in Our, our Idiot Brother? Have no. you seen that one? No, I think that's is that the one with Tina Fey. I don't know. Um, yeah, this is it was a good film. Good movie. I, I like it you so far. Watch it. It comes. It comes out on July. 6th. I want to say it comes. It comes out in July in the UK, properly. Mm. Signature, signature entertainment. You should definitely give it a watch because it is very funny. Yeah. Um. Should we do another one? Easy. Yeah, you can do another one. Uh, searching. 
which is a big one, which is a they got a lot of they did Sundance, they got a lot of buzz at Sundance, won a couple of awards there. You heard searching? Yes, that's the one with Jimmy John Cho. John Cho, yes. From the Star Trek movies. From Star Trek. Uh, it's like Unfriended and that short movie Noah. It's set completely from a desktop of some kind of computer. I think when you go to a couple of iPhones. Yeah. Um, I think no, yeah, it's just iPhones, a Mac, and a Windows XP PC. It's and yeah, done through in-world cameras, basically. Yeah, basically in-world cameras and desktops, and it, it, it I kind of unfriended ruined it for me, in a way because it just it was so bad and so boring. Uh, but this does it really well. It kept it's a mis- it's a mystery about um, uh, John Cho's daughter goes missing, and it's kind of like the detective tells him to to find out as much as he physically can which i don't think detectives ever do i've never heard of a detective go could you please help me with my job (laughs) um and it's it's got um it it doesn't become gimmicky which is something i thought it would have like it's 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 a like uh unfriended becomes gimmicky and it becomes annoying and stupid but um this never felt gimmicky at all it kind of it hooks you in and it has some twists and turns you don't see coming. John Cho is brilliant um, for having to act to himself, basically. Because I, I I doubt they filmed the video calls live. Um, I don't think they did. I can't find anything to say that they did. But um, to act on your own and have to give the performance he did for and he's on his own for the majority of the movie is just like fucking outstanding. Um. It's it's yeah it's got some good twists you know you're gonna have a good time Mis- good a good solid mystery movie set from a desktop I had a fucking brilliant time I think it comes out in August August do we have a date on that I think it's end of August it comes out in the UK uh coming soon thirty first of August yeah 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 August good fun times you know uh you got any more news good I feel fun like time. Yeah, this I have, episode's gonna I have, run long. I have two more things of news. Uh, the first one is that an animated series of Robert Kirkman's Invincible comic book series is being made by Amazon Studios. Eight-hour-long episodes have been ordered. Invincible is basically an adult version, an adult a comic book adult version of the film Sky High. <laughs> so basically, it's about uh, this kid is growing is it actually sky high or is it just no it's it's it's, his this this kid uh is his dad is basically the super the 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 biggest superhero in the world and he's basically superman he has super strength and can fly and everything and uh he he gets powers one day uh so he gets the powers of his dad he goes through puberty basically and it's sort of like him it's like i guess I want to say like kick-ass because it's it's it is sort of brutal at times and realistic, but it has proper superpowers, and it's a mix of kick-ass and normal superhero films that you see, yeah. and it's it's very good. Um, there's there's still there's a feature film being made, um, by Universal, which was uh, announced ages ago. It's being made Will it by. Come out? Yeah, it's still in development. It's being made by Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg, who did uh, Preacher. Um, All right. And they've done a good job on that so far. Um, so, yeah, I trust them to do a good job on this. And I can't... I, I really I really like this comic. Uh, it series. sounds like something I'd watch. It sounds... I don't watch a lot of telly, but it sounds like something I'd watch. Robert Kirkman, who... I think he'll have... 
four shows on air at the they time. You need something to save them once Walking Dead ends. So you have Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead. Uh, when Walking Dead ends, Fear the Walking Dead will take over. Uh, Invincible yeah. and Outcast. Um, you think it's Fear the Walking Dead even is 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 that as good as Walking Fear Dead? the Walking Dead? Since it's got its new showrunners, this uh, season's been pretty pretty good. It has. Um, is that run concurrently with the Walking Dead or after or before? It it was before, but now it is concurrently because a character at the end of the last season of Walking Dead left, and then he appeared in the Fear the Walking Dead. Isn't it set before though? No, it's now concurrent. Is it? Oh, cool. So there's um, there's more crossover. Yeah, because The Walking Dead's fucking finished, isn't it? The Walking Dead is about to go through a, a master fuck um, from all angles because uh, Andrew Lincoln is leaving because he wants to go home and stop spending all his time in uh, America uh, and do movies. I'm assuming he's got a lot of movies he wants to to be able to do probably i'm assuming he'll yeah he'll have movies there's there's a rumor that deny uh, guerrera uh michonne and she's also uh, okoye in black panther she maybe might be leaving um uh lindsay hollywood's K- definitely calling her yeah uh, lindsay cohan is leaving so they're gonna they're gonna be uh losing a lot of like their 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 big people um, just end it just end it nothing needs to run for as long as it's run like it doesn't need to be this long they're still they still have quite a lot of people it's just going to be it's going to be very strange and it's it's definitely going to be different to the comics um all the survivors need to just they can uh, if anyone wants to stay they should just move to fear the walking dead and just end the walking dead now since it's it feels like it was supposed to be a show about andrew lincoln's character and it doesn't need to be anything else now like it just it's so long, man. I I know I don't watch it. it but yeah, it, 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 it should end with the death of um, Rick Grimes, but I do not think it will, which is unfortunate. I think they're gonna milk this cow, and then I will join in with people saying, "Yeah, it's not that good." Because I I'm sort of rider dying this because I I do genuinely think that it is still quite a good show it has great moments uh episode even episodes where people are like oh this is too slow i love because i love the sort of artsy fartsy sort of breaks where it's like oh nothing's happening so let's focus on a character and have like a cute little storyline even even then i've heard that people say like it just becomes it just becomes it's not even like artsy fartsy it's just tedious it's like you can see what it's trying to do but it just becomes stupid and almost kind of pointless like there's no I don't get how uh, there's like there was a great arc uh, with the character Negan who had a great arc in the comics and they sort of copied it, but I don't think um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is brilliant as Negan. Um, is he gone? Is he coming back? What he's still he alive. Um, he's alive in the comics and they kept him alive in the series, which I I thought they were going to change because I was like, oh, it's just going to be like a TV show, so they're going to get rid of their big baddie of this arc, and they're going to get a new big baddie. But no, they they actually kept him alive, so he will be in the next season. Um, so yeah, there's going to be there's a lot of ways the show can go. It won't end with the death of Rick Grimes, um, but yeah, there's um, so supposedly he's going to be leaving before the end of season nine, so. I don't know how they're going to end it. Season break kill off. Maybe. Maybe. 
That sounds most. That sounds true. All right, Calibur, Netflix new next. Calibur is Netflix's new original movie. Right. Bought, it's not. It's not original. They bought it off someone. Obviously, like they do for most of their movies. Yeah. Um. It's it's Matt Palmer's first um like first feature film. It took him eight years to write and write and make, and it's fucking amazing. It's set in the a Scottish um a high a Highland town. Uh, two two people on um two people go on like a stag like hunting do thing, uh, Vaughn and Marcus, and they go and they they go hunting and they try to kill a deer and the deer moves slightly. And he shoots the child in the head. Oh fuck! Yes, um, he didn't realize the kid was there. It just appeared out of nowhere. The deer looks up, and it's the most. It honestly. That's a the, mixture of was, two things. What? That's the one of the main plots of the second season of Walking Dead, in which Carl gets shot because he stands beside a deer, and the deer gets shot, and so he gets shot, and in Bruges. Yes. Uh, well, this is basically they then they go and uh, he goes and goes. Oh my god! He tries to wake the kid up and everything. The dad comes out and goes, "What the fuck's going on here?" And he's put his rifle on the ground and the dad picks up the rifle and then Marcus shoots the dad. Okay. <laughs> and they basically it's so tense. Unbelievable. I I I, I sounded comedic there, but it's not. It's so like the air. Once he shot that kid, the air in the room. Just it was like everyone took a ga- like took a, a deep breath in and it just became it was so intense for the next like for the next the last remainder of the movie it's just them trying to hide the body and then they have to go back to town and act like nothing's happened. Um, it's 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 it's, it's um who the people I'm trying to find the names of people that play um play Vaughn and Jack Loudon and Martin McCann okay they are fucking amazing. Um, just completely complex, just fleshed out characters. It's stripped the the entire film is just stripped away of all like bullshit. There's no set. It just follows these two, and they're like the the, the growing paranoia, the growing the growing guilt. Um, it comes to conclusions because um the town the village um is basically it's one of those. I don't know. I don't know. Have you lived anywhere apart from this apart from this house in the middle of nowhere? Or have you lived in like a? Uh, I've lived in another house in the middle of another place of nowhere, but when I was very young. All right, because village. I don't know. There's a thing about. There's a thing with Scottish villages where everyone knows everybody, and they're all like it feels like a family. Like they're not like family. There's like there's a gen a big family that runs through a village, and this is like completely the same. It's basically run by this guy called Logan, who's played by Tony Curran, who you'll know f- who played Vincent Van Gogh Van Gogh in Doctor Who. Yep, he was also in yep. uh, Defiance and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. There you go. Uh, he plays Logan, who is basically the leader of the town. And, All right. Uh, it's kind of they. He, he keeps trying to talk to them and trying to like. Um, he he's it's his brother who's the dad of the child. All right. And they they it's, it, they notice they notice someone's gone missing because they're not tourists or just members of the village, and it, they they cotton on, and it just there's a, a kind of. There's this dinner scene, and it's uh, they have they have dinner with another brother and Logan, and is it's just it's it's like Dunkirk, um, in the fact that I I had my entire body clenched 
for the, the entire movie. And only until the, 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 the end credits started that I finally was relieved of all tension. It's so fucking good. And it, honestly, it need, you need to watch it. I it's on Netflix it. on Friday, honestly. It's called Caliber. It's just so good. I will be sure to do that. Honestly, it's one of my favourite films of the festival. Alright. There you go. So far, one of my favourite films of the festival. Sounds good. Is it, Sounds good. Is it just straight, like, thriller? Straight, yeah. Thriller. Just fucking... Not, like, runabout thriller, but just kind of, like, a, a slower kind of, like... I don't know if psychological is the right word, but just kind of like a like a slow kind of burner of just continuous tension, continuous just, you're just like, you're, you, you're terrified for them but you're also like, you people are dickheads you just wanna it, not every, you won't <laughs> my mum would hate it, because my mum hates feeling like, flappy and horrible like, oh my god, but it's just such a good feeling for me anyway, I just fucking loved it. Right. Yep, there you go. Cool. Also, it's not set. It's not filmed in the Highlands. Matt Palmer said in the Q and A afterwards that it's twenty minutes away from Edinburgh. All right. <laughs> yep. Last news piece. News. I just want to talk about the the rumor that uh, Collider basically reported that Lucasfilm are putting a Star Wars story films on hold, including projects in development. So, like the Obi Wan film and the Boba Fett film, uh, I still have a chance. Um, Lucas... Do you though? No, I don't. No. I'd like to think because, I do. Because Lucasfilm said it was bullshit, did they not? To ABC, who is Disney, but... Um, yeah, so so the, the, the report said that Lucasfilm were focusing all efforts on episode 9, Rain, Ryan Johnson's series, and D.B. Weiss and David Benioff's series, and then ABC reported that this is a, this is all true, untrue, um, all untrue. false, <laughs> all false even, um, and isn't real... So I don't. I, see. I I I'm more inclined it to would, believe with ABC because it's Disney. Um, I would I would I would say that they are trying to focus heavily on Ryan Johnson's new trilogy because once episode nine finishes, they're oh, yeah. kind of fucked. I could. Like, it's like I can imagine them. I can imagine. Right. So we keep saying Disney, Lucasfilm, Lucasfilm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, I can imagine Disney being like oh don't do any standalone films because that's not making us money but i don't think lucasfilm would be like oh this film didn't do well let's put every all the other standalone films on hold i don't think they would kathleen kennedy's smarter than that like i've said mm-hmm. like you said before this episode mm-hmm. kathleen kennedy is a smart woman she is because a if, hero. if if the if rumors are true and kathleen kennedy is preparing to step down which she shouldn't um no. that could maybe be a reason why everything's sort of topsy-turvy right now so if she is standing down then it could make sense that people are like right let's put all of let's put all the standalone films on hold and let's sort of jumble around everything let's try and get ryan johnson's series done and db weiss and david benioff's series um no matter what happens we're still getting a lot of star wars you're not star wars is not going anywhere we're not getting any less star wars um we just we won't be getting two films that have been reported. Um, yeah. Yeah. Can you hear a noise when I'm not talking? No. Because it's picking up sound and it's very strange. Um, 
yeah, so just wanted to talk about that. What do you think? Should do you think they should? Did you didn't like Solo? Did you I like, like Solo? I didn't mind Solo. Like I thought it was okay for what it was. Right. Uh, I didn't think it deserved the hate that it got. I know a lot of people were, did actually boycott it because they were like. We don't need this, and Those I can people see that are toxic scum and don't yeah don't deserve I Star Wars. So. I can see why they wouldn't. I don't want. I, I I didn't want to know that story, but Ron Howard's a nice guy, and I feel bad for Ron Howard. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I don't know. I I I don't want. I want an Obi Wan movie. I want the movies that we want, but they obviously that they know better than us. So. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying not to speak because I'm currently getting a lot of feedback and I don't don't know what's going on. I keep I've got like a long continuous line of that stuff now, but yeah, I don't know. I I don't know what I want to do. I I, I want an Obi Wan movie. I don't want the Boba Fett movie, but James Mangold's pretty good. It just depends. I'd like a Boba Fett film if it's not a prequel. If All right. it's set between uh, six and seven, that would be cool. Technically, still a prequel. Yes, but not a, not a. We haven't seen Boba Fett after that, so it's not a prequel yeah. to Bo, for Boba Fett. I suppose. But I would, yeah. I would, I would watch it. You obviously, I'm gonna go and see them. Like it's not gonna yeah. stop me. <laughs> it's Star Wars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm not. It's. I I want them to go back to December, and I only want one a year. That's basically what I'm at. Where I'm at right now. Yes. I want December, and I want one a year. They'll release the Blu-ray of Solo or on DVD on on Blu-ray. DVD, yeah, and I'll watch it on December fifteenth, and I'll be like, "It should have been like, now." But yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's. I think it was stupid. Um. Uh yeah, there's not much else you can say other than it's 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 silly if they stop them, but I can see why they they've kind of become skeptical over this like massive loss that Star Solo's made. Yeah, but I don't think they would stop it from one film doing, not not even terribly, just not as good as the other films. No, I know, yeah, and I think it's when you look at the budget because Ron Howard had to go back and do everything. They mm-hmm. spent they spent so much money on it. Yeah, that's the reason just... it was the biggest budget in Star Wars history. But yeah, and it's there a was shame. there was another report that that they are not going to be testing RT. Directors, they're just going to be sticking to directors that they know will do a good job, like Ron Howard. So they won't be going with Wes Anderson for a Star Wars film. They'll be going with like Steven Spielberg or something. I think I don't know because Marvel's been acing it with that. Like you basically you do one small film, you do a couple. No, you do it right. So the the, the thing is, you do two bad shorts, three good shorts. A feature film with a small budget and then a large, large film. Look at Jor- Jordan Vogt Roberts. He did like The Kings of Summer and then he immediately did Kong Skull Kong. Island. Yeah. But yeah. didn't uh, it didn't Edgar Wright try and do Ant Man also sort of like different and sort of like comedic? Yeah, yeah he tried to do Ant Man. I think I think their following up was more over the fact that they had to, to tie it into the Marvel universe somehow. Right. Is what I heard anyway. But that they it was did because it. of. I know. Well, with uh, Falcon, they did, but like not in like. And that was also it was also a different time for Marvel as well. We started working on that in two thousand and crazy. I don't even know two thousand and five. It was before the MCU even existed. Ah oh, right. And 
they had a they had a fight and they had a falling out because Kevin I don't think it was Kevin Feige's fault. It must have been some higher up because I think Kevin Kevin Feige maybe 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 it was because they wanted a a safe bet to start phase one because phase one is just full of safe bet, safe bets. So maybe it was just due to the safe bet. They wanted a safe bet, and now but, they're starting to take more risks. But, but the first Ant Man film is still pretty good. The, yeah, the, the guy returned to do Ant Man and the Wasp, which looks brilliant. Yeah, Peyton Reed, and still written by Paul Rudd as well. Yep. So, you know, you're gonna, you're, it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to it. July fifth, six p.m. Disney Springs, Dolby Cinema. Have you got it all booked? I've got it booked. I'm very excited. I cannot wait. August 3rd for you guys at home. That's such a stupid release date. I can see people are angry, but uh, do you know do you know what you know they've done it because of the World Cup, yeah? Oh, Disney are terrified of the World Cup. Well, they have right to be. They don't. It's, it's They do. They they do have a right to be. It's two different things like it's not. No, no it's not. Uh, general audiences tend to stay away from the cinema while the World Cup's on to not miss games. You should look at the data about the 2014 World Cup. It experienced a 50% drop in attendance compared to 2013. But the World Cup's not on, like, all day, every day. Yeah, yes, but it's on at night. Well, it was on at night during that. I know it's not on at night now, but it's still... You just go see it when be... the World Cup's not on. People spend a lot. I know it's it's a say, it's easy to say that, but the data doesn't lie. Well, well, I'm sorry, Jordy. That's if you don't believe. Uh, computers have become aware and are messing with us. So, uh, just go and see Ant Man of the Water. Get buy a ticket to America, cheapest ticket you can. All right, yeah, and head to. Let's go to America. Head to, head to yeah, head to see Ant Man and the Wasp then. And Incredibles. Incredibles too. Or you could have went to the Edinburgh Film Festival. Oh, keep an eye Sunday, July first. On Saturday they release. They're doing Best of the Fest. Um, so on Friday the twenty ninth they announced the, they announced what films will be part of the Best of the Festival strand, which is what they basically on July first they just show the best received films from the festival. And last year Cars Free was one of them. Right. So, keep an eye out on that because it's usually during the day and it's usually like a fiver for a ticket. Okay. So you'll be able to see Incredibles too then. Okay, okay. If you can afford to get in, I don't even know. And I think uh, I'm able to get you a free ticket. Actually, I'll be able to get you a ticket. But it's it's not the fact of getting the ticket; it's the fact of it's getting in that's too difficult. I have to get multiple buses to get into Edinburgh. Yeah, well, you can do that. No, I can't. Right. That's it. All right. I'm done. That's it. We're done. We finished? There'll be more. We're going to have two weeks full of Edinburgh Film Festival stuff because I am lazy and don't want to talk, don't want a two hour long show. I'm going to go back to writing bad reviews for setthetape.com. I won the E3 predictions, by the way. That's very true. We should really just quickly talk about that. You won the E3 predictions. E3 was, was brilliant. Only... Was it, though? Yeah, it was pretty good. That's it, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll be back next week with some more Edinburgh Film Festival stuff and some more news. I have been Cameron Howell. You can find me on Twitter at CamsoOG. 
and doing some writing and stuff i'll have the links and everything there jordy is at real jordy steel real as in the film reel um he steel does is stuff. in the metal yep he does i've started i've started just tweeting out news because so that if you want to be like oh do you want to be one of those people that did that link the crowdfire says to link the article no, I'm not linking articles. I'm just tweeting. Link, link the article and have the news, have your opinion on the top. That's what Crowdfire says for me to do, but I don't do it. I don't listen to them. I just tweet out shit. I basically. just, I just, I'm just gonna tweet out. So if you're like, oh, loads of places are 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 talking about a big thing in movie news, but they're doing it differently. So let's go to Jordy Steele, who will just have tweeted out stuff because he'll have done research because he likes to read multiple places to see. I don't to get all the facts i don't research i just shit post follow me and for fun usually things. i'll say like a rumor or reportedly so that if it is wrong i'm not wrong because i've just said reportedly wow you're really smart anyway that's the end of the show join us next week which will probably be in september because Jordy's really slow at editing these thank you and good night uh, bye bye